What's up, everybody? It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic, and welcome to the midweek edition of Game On. And as promised, Timmy B is going to be joining me. We are going to be talking about the wild card weekend, as well as what we think is coming up next week, this coming week in the divisional playoffs. So stay with us. Game On is right now. What's up, everybody? It's your girl, J-Ray the Fanatic, and... Timmy B. All right, Timmy, you know, out here in, on Saipan, they have a saying it's called half a day. So that's like... Half a day? Say, like, no, it's half a. It's like half a. Oh, like H-A-F, half a day. Oh, like so, half a but, day. Yeah, but it's literally half a day. But um, Okay. So, so that's how you say hello out here. So I this All is right. going to be the first real episode. There's You know, I have my page up and going, but this is going to be the first episode I really kind of put out for the CNMI. So tell the CNMI hello. Say half a day CNMI. Half a day CNMI. There you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the best I can That's, do. The best I can right? do. That is All awesome. Right. So um, before we get into this playoff news, um, you would kind of put a bug in my ear that I'm very uncomfortable with. Now tell me this cowboy news again. Yeah. Um, I read in the... Uh, Dallas Cowboys Instagram and on Dallas Cowboys uh, and Twitter, pretty much in social media and Dallas Cowboys, everything that we are going to be signing a quarterback coach by the name of Kellen Moore. That, yeah, <laughs> that, that, I, yeah, <laughs> I just, don't know. Just, just saying that name alone and everybody knows that the Dallas Cowboys do not have the right personnel there and then to 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 let go of the quarterback coach and and to just hire our backup as a quarterback coach like that doesn't sound right, right. our third that our makes- third string backup at that like cooper rush was the second string so now right. you got kellen moore as our third string and you're gonna just give him the job i mean there's no other quarterback coach that you can look at there's no other quarterback you can look at i mean we we are already are making a bad decision by not even letting go of the coordinator. We're still going to keep Lanahan. It seems like we're still going to keep Marinelli for offensive and defensive coordinator. But we let go of, uh, what is his name, Derek Dooley, our wide receiver coach. I mean, that's Yeah, but you said he was good with that, right? Yeah, I'm good good with that. But then now that I'm seeing that we're getting rid of Kellen Moore, I mean, we're going to bring in Kellen Moore and not even – Think about bringing in another quarterback coach. It's like you have to think about this. Kellen Moore only knows Linehan's offense. He's only been right. on Linehan's offense, and that's a Detroit right. Lions offense. That's a weak so, offense. So, <laughs> so what? What is happening? Okay. Why? Because oh, this yeah. this isn't a logical decision. This isn't a forward thinking decision. This isn't a winning decision. So, no. what is happening? What What's happening? Um. I'm just I'm just under the impression that the Cowboys are just hiring the wrong people and they're firing the wrong people or they're letting go of the wrong people. I won't even say they're even firing them because Wade Wilson, our quarterback coach, his contract is up. So it's like mm-hmm. we're pretty much just letting mm-hmm. him go. So I won't even say he's getting fired. Um, mm-hmm. The other Derek Dooley, uh, I that's the only one that I think that we just let go. Mm hmm. But you know, mm-hmm. everyone else is pretty much like it, it's safe. And um, 
Will McClay, I want to say this too. Will McClay is one of our uh, coaching staff members. He was offered a job to be a, a GM at the um, Houston Texans facility. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and he he declined and he is staying with the Cowboys. So that mm-hmm. seems like a, that, that's a good move because Will McClay, as you know, Good scout, you know what I'm saying? Good, right. good recruiter, good, good, um, good, good manager. So, I think I think McClay is going to, you know, have uh, a, a bigger hand in our organization now that we're going to keep him because he's going to pretty much get GM money. But let's see where right. you know that that's a whole nother story. But yeah, yeah, as of right now, the moves that we're making, the things we're making, I'm giving it a D. Mm. That is not a good grade, y'all. That is not a good grade. All right, so let's talk about uh, really quickly uh, this wildcard weekend. You know, my hopes of seeing a Super Bowl winning Cam Newton have once again been dashed. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. But I, I really want to talk about that game. You know, obviously that is a that was the game that I really wanted to watch. You know, that this is my first week back from ending my NFL boycott. So. Um, yes, that's right. That's right. You know, that that was definitely an excitement thing for me because the rest of these games, with the exception of the uh, Kansas City Chief game, kind of went the th- way that I thought. Um, <laughs> but this game in particular, I felt like, first of all, I got to give a shout out to uh, Ted Jinn because, you know, I'm Queen Petty and the way that he ah. shook off the secondary and like put on the Jets like, ha, mm-hmm. you missed me. That's what you yeah. get. Like, <laughs> shout out. That was, okay. I love that. Okay. I loved yeah. all of that. Yeah. <laughs> Ted again, Ted again showed out, man. I, I was actually um, glad that the Saints won that game because I was one of my picks that I chose, oh. and um, so you know, I wanted them to get that W. And um, Alvin Kamara, you know, the one-two punch yes. of Kamara and mm-hmm. Ingram, and then mm-hmm. you know, the, the way that Breeze was just facilitating the, the ball, like his passes were on point, like at real yeah. accurate. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. He he did a good job. You know, the Saints came out and, and, and played well at home, so. Very, I do want to, I do want to say, you know, give another shout out, you know, for for those of you who don't know, I am from Denver. Um, one of my favorite wide receivers from Denver used to be um, Ed McCaffrey. His son Christian McCaffrey is now also playing in the league, and that little boy got some jets. Yeah. Uh, I don't know yeah. if you saw that that little fifty six yard six yard uh, touchdown run that he did. Now he's listed at five eight. Um, I think that I'm sorry, five eleven. Cole Beasley is five eight. <laughs> He looked the same size, if not slightly shorter than Cole to me. I think that five eleven okay. thing is is made up, but well, I, would <laughs> I think, give it I to you. You want it? I would think that is because of McCaffrey being a running back. I mean, he right. he put a little bit of more size on him. He's got a little bit more, you know, bulkier shoulders, a little bit more thicker thighs, a little bit, you know, right. just he just his height is the same as Beasley, but you can see he has a little just a little more mass. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Now, now you're, Caffrey, though. Shouts out to Christian. Yeah, and now you know, good good look for the rookie. You know, I was I was happy to see the rookie given, you know, some some real potential there. Um aside from from that though, I mean, can I think this is why we haven't really talked about um the Carolina Panthers too too much throughout the regular season. It's because they haven't really I think they just got exposed for what they really are even though they did have a decent season. What was they they were 11 yeah. and 5 going into yeah. to the playoffs. Um but I think they just kind of got exposed, you know. I there were several plays where I literally saw and I should have looked up his name, but but I didn't. But um number 75 What was his name? Was it 75 on for, for the offense. He's on the offensive line for um, the Carolina Panthers. Okay. Um, 
just got outplayed like so much. And it was it was always on a play like third and something when Cam's looking downfield to try to convert. Like it was every single time that happened, he just got outplayed. And, you know, they're coming around the mountain literally, <laughs> to, you know, because the, the boy is big. And yeah. They're coming yeah. around the mountain to, to get to Cam. And I just felt like, you know, because. Cam was 60% for the day. You know, Drew Brees was what? I think Drew Brees was 60, 69. Like, yeah, um, he was close to 70. Close to yeah, he was close to 70. He threw one <laughs> interception. He was uh, threw for 376 yards. Cam threw for 349. Um, so, you know, but he was also sacked four times. Cam was sacked four times, and he was sacked for mm-hmm. a loss of 43 yards. Um, Drew Brees was sacked. One time for one a loss time. of one yard. So yeah. there's something to be said for now. There was times where I thought Cam should have went Cam, you know, bring the ball down and run for it. But I get that they've kind of changed. And that's 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 the risk you run when you change a quarterback style. You kind of risk him, you know, feeling free to do what he does. So, exactly. you know, I was disappointed then, with that game. And also, too, like, you know, Cam has to remember that. It's uh, it's one of those situations in the game to where he has to just take it over. He does, you know, yeah. like like Cam Cam has that he has that ability to do that. But you know, mm-hmm. he, him him wanting to stay in the pocket, you know, throw the ball downfield, stretch the play, you know, that's that's understandable in these type of games. But you know, once Cam gets into that groove, and you know, it's it's hard to actually stop him to get out that groove. So. You know, one thing that they have to that the Carolina fans have to address too is that old line because, and you see it late in the games, Cam mm-hmm. Newton is running for his life in the late in those late seconds or late minutes to the game, mm-hmm. and you know that that takes a toll on you, and especially for a quarterback, you knowing that you you have a shot, and then your line is not giving you the opportunity to throw downfield, or you know nobody's getting open, or whatever the case may be. In this case, it was uh, Cam's line that was keeping them you know, running for his life. So, you know, right. that that's one thing that I've seen in that game that um that, that Cam has to just, you know, kinda kinda get out of that element of, of staying in the pocket and just like just just go for what you know and when and that's what he, he likes to do is run the ball on his feet. Cause yeah. I know you've seen that game, the, the Jaguars against uh the Bills. The Bills and that, the way that, that game, play Bortles play. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Bortles Bortles even have a hundred yards passing. Yeah. Yeah, that game to me was yeah. kind of the epitome of what the hell is going on in the NFL? Why are e- either of these teams in the playoffs? Like, it was like right. What, right. what am I watching right now? It was, it was, it was incredibly it was very, boring. It was, it was a very defensive game, though. You could say yeah. it was a very defensive, you know, that very was all decent. So. Very much so. But I, I definitely yeah. wasn't surprised by that one. I definitely didn't, <laughs> you know, wasn't surprised that Buffalo lost that one. The one that I was surprised, though, um, were the Chiefs and the and the uh, Titans and the Titans? Um, yeah. yeah, and that, that one is because I, I really thought. And you know, I watched the first half of that game, um, and you know, the Chief, it was what twenty, it was twenty one to three at the half. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So I kind of was like, okay, we got this. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chiefs, of course, you know, like to run the ball with uh, mm-hmm. Green Hunt, like to mm-hmm. pass all to Travis Kelsey. Kelsey's mm-hmm. the bread and butter, you know. Yeah. And once he got that concussion, yeah, and went like 
Travis Kelsey is is very is very valuable to that team, and you've seen it mm-hmm. in that game. Mm-hmm. Because as soon, as soon as Travis Kelsey went out of the game, Alex Smith didn't throw to anybody. Like yeah. he, he couldn't get the ball rolling. You know, it mm-hmm. was he just, mm-hmm. he just couldn't find his man because he was out with a concussion. So I was kind of, um, you know, not that I'm on Team Alex Smith or anything like that, but um, Alex Smith is is ranked number eight in the league right now. He's got a 67 percent completion ratio. He's got. 26 touchdowns, five interceptions. That's that's pretty good. But now the Chiefs have said that they that they want to move on from him. And I don't think that that's necessarily fair because, like you said, you got one weapon. I mean, yeah. you give me a gun yeah. with one bullet in it. You expect me to go to war? Like, I'm doing the best right. I can over here. Exactly. You know, so exactly. I, don't, I, I don't know how I – I don't know that thought process because if I was a coach, I think I would stand back and say, damn, we really went from we about to win this to, you know, Kelsey uh-huh. going out to like, oh, no. I right. would think, okay, we got to give him more weapons in his arsenal, even if it's a tight end that I could drop some passes to on a short route, you know, something. Mm-hmm. But something. I don't think right. that I would say automatically, okay, it's time for us to move on from Alex Smith. That just doesn't make sense no. to me. No, but. because I mean, I mean, you do have Patrick Mahomes. I mean, they did draft him, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pretty high in the in the draft this uh, last season. So you know, they mm-hmm. they have they they probably see some type of potential in Mahomes. You know, and they they want to develop Mahomes more. And you know, Alex Smith just, I guess, to them seems like their their time for him has run out. Like, right, like for the right. Chiefs, like their time, like his time for the Chiefs has probably you know took his toll. So, um, I don't, I don't necessarily think that it's a good idea. You know, of course, I'm on your side too because of you know you have one weapon. Like I said, Travis Kelsey is that man. Right, so, right. if you if you give him and if you give Kelsey and Mahomes some time in the, in, the, uh, in this off season. You know, and maybe him and Alex Smith can have that type mm-hmm. of, you know, quarterback contest. And let's see right. and let's see what happens from there. So, you know, if they will move on from Alex Smith, it may be they may be jumping the gun a little too fast. But I mean, I think so. You know, Andy Reid knows he must, must be know what he's doing. Yeah. And that's the other thing is I do have faith in Andy Reid. So I don't think it's a good call yeah. right now, but I'm going to wait yeah. and see. It's going to be one right. of I'm going to wait and right. see things. Right. Um, right. No surprise in in the Falcons Rams game to me. I, I kind of oh, expected that one to go that way. However, I do want to say to Rams fans, uh, my bad for all the stuff I talked. You know, during the season, you know, y'all kind of showed up a little bit. Yeah. My bad. You know, y'all came through, <laughs> and I and I really want to say, like, I feel like they've set a really good foundation. Um, I, I was impressed. I, I know Jared Goff has gotten, you know some flack even not too much for me i haven't given him too too much flack he is the 10th rate quarterback in the league though and you know you got yeah. Todd Gurley over there you know Todd Gurley is the man he's what number two right. ranked running back right. you know so yeah. i think that they've got some really good foundations um their rookie i'm i'm not i'm yeah i i like him i like he's, him you know yeah. i think he's i think he's really kind of set the standard and i think Next season's going to be like his sophomore season is going to be the the season where he breaks out a little bit. So I'm not mad at the Rams. I'm not mad at the Rams. And, you know, and, I, and so when I get back to L.A., I might, mm-hmm. although I am somebody gonna have to get it for me because I'm not purchasing anything from the NFL. But if somebody wants to gift me with the Rams jersey, nah. as long as they're not playing the Cowboys. Well, no, nah, we we ain't got to worry about them next season. Only only that's in the true. playoffs when we the only we got to see them. That's true. If, if that's we true. make the playoffs. If if and that's <laughs> a big if. But let's get into these games that are coming up. Okay, so 
this, let's say, let me save AT, ATL and uh, the Eagles for last because that's the yeah. game that I, I really, know, really want to yeah. see. You already know. Okay. Yeah. I know, I know. But we're going to have to talk about that game because that game, I think, is going to be an interesting one. But let's talk about Tennessee and New okay. England. Do we, do we really okay. need to talk about that game or is that just kind of a given? No, no, that's a given because, I, like right. I said in the last uh, podcast, I said as long as Brady is out on that field playing mm-hmm. football for a professional team, you don't have a chance. Mm. So I'm going with the Patriots. <laughs> All right. So uh, the next game, and then this game mm. kind of has some – this one's going to be hard for me to pick too just because of some of the stats. You know, like what I was telling uh, Taylor – uh, the um my boycott has just made everything all about numbers for me which is good and yeah, it's bad because you know you there's nuances that woman for a minute i know like rain like rain man for real like uh, no that ain't right that ain't right right but, um, right. <laughs> but um we've got we've got new orleans um going into minnesota now new orleans in the regular season was 12 and 5 minnesota's 13 and 3 the thing about minnesota though is they have they're defense they're not playing they are not playing yeah. they have the, the number one total defense number right. two for passing and rushing um but here's where it gets tricky um because new orleans is is on the bottom half of that for all the defense 17 for total 15 for passing and 16 for rushing but when you talk about oh. total offense new orleans is number two um uh, rush, okay. rushing offense they're number five and passing their number five. So <laughs> Minnesota going to need every ah, yeah. ounce of that defense is what I'm trying yeah. to say. They're going to need every yeah. bit of that because, you know, one thing that I think we all kind of have to recognize about Drew Brees is that man will find a way. If there is a way to be found. Oh, yeah. He will find oh, it. Oh, yeah. He will find Brees it. Brees is clutch. Yes. I'll give that clutch gene to Brees yes. for sure. Breeze mm-hmm. has that because because as many times as you've seen him down, especially in this season, to when mm-hmm. they took like they took them tough losses in the beginning of the season, like they th- I mm-hmm. think they took like a zero and three game skid, I think. Yeah, and then and then after that, they just bounced back, and the Saints was on a roll and they made the playoffs. Because yep. you know we so, started this whole year talking about oh. Drew Brees is washed up. Drew Brees is washed up. That went to like game five. And then ain't nobody said that again since. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that was it. <laughs> right. Right. Drew I mean, it's like so, I'm washed up when I say. <laughs> right. For some, for some reason, man, the Saints gave their fans no hope this season. They thought everything was going to be like in shambles yeah. when they took them three losses in a row. Yeah. And then, you know, when that, when they just, you know, woke up before the like, like fourth, fifth week. Mm-hmm. You know, you started seeing them rolling. It was okay. The Saints is marching in. Yep. Oh, when the Saints hey. marching. Hey, so who you got in this minute? Because you, we already know you got the Patriots. Who you got right. have in this Minnesota, New Orleans? Now they're mm-hmm. in Minnesota. They're in Minnesota, and see that's the thing. I've been that's exactly. I've been going. I've been going for home teams because of the simple fact that a lot of home teams this year have been balling in the yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. uh at home well, we, Saints, we we had a whole right. other set of issues Sorry. but that's oh, you know. yeah. yeah that's, that's, that's our yeah. home our home okay. life ain't good yet you know we got disgruntled right. parents right. and drinking problems right. and all that <laughs> i'm gonna go with the home team and i'm gonna pick the vikes on a simple fact that they have been winning and at home just as well as the saints have winning at home so i'm gonna right. go with the vikes i'm go- i got the vikes I, you know, and that that's a logical choice, and and 
when I before we came on air, I was thinking about that and I was thinking about taking them for the same reason. But I'm going to stick to what I said earlier. And if there's a way, Drew Brees will find it. And I'm just going to stick to I believe he's going to find it. And I don't believe I believe it's going to be one of those like two minute warnings. The clock is running. They're in the red zone. No timeout situation. I think it's going to come down to to something crazy like that. But I think Drew Brees is going to find a way. So I'm going to go with the Saints. So so now let's get back to these dirty birds. Because both of them nasty. Yeah, both of them dirty and stinky. One of them dirty and one of them dirty and one, one of them, dirty, them one stinky. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Taylor Reed was on the show earlier this week and, you know, he's actually from ATL, but he's an Eagles okay. fan. So, oh, this yeah. Is, yeah. I did hear so, that in the episode. I was, I was listening to that. So, you know, he, he might be, uh, in torn right now. He might be in yeah. some decision making, decision making. Yeah. yeah <laughs> Huge decision. That, right. But uh-huh. this one is, a, it's another one. Now, I, I, and I know Timmy's not going to co-sign on anything that I'm going to say. So everybody just focus on me for a minute. <laughs> I'm just yeah, going yeah. to speak focus uh, on me. Um, yeah. The Eagles, I think, are the team that people need to not sleep on because, you know, they're fourth in total defense. Now, for me, it's always I always mention defense first, because if your defense is dope, I mean, look, and I, I say I've said this for a couple seasons now. And I'm going to say it for several more to come. Peyton Manning in his last year with the Denver Broncos, he did not he did not win that. None, none of that had to do with Peyton Manning because he didn't do anything to win. He just didn't do anything to lose. He didn't put his, his team in a bad situation. And he was completely reliant on the defense and clock management and not not doing anything to lose. He's not turning over the ball. He's not throwing any interceptions. He's doing these short, everything that you, it it was, it was just a brilliant display of mediocrity. Not that I think Peyton Manning is mediocre, mediocre, because you know, he's my favorite quarterback. I'm just saying at that point in his life, the, the, the party was over and he just, he was just hanging on. So for me, that's why I always mention defense first, because I think that the saying that, you know, offense wins games defense wins championship is a true statement and I think that with the fourth total defense now they suck um passing defense so if you can get the ball downfield you'd be all right yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on that too when you finish yeah but I I just think if they can maintain if they can maintain the the game they'll be okay Ultimately, though, I, I don't, I don't know, I don't care how good you are. You still got Devontae Freeman. You still got Julio Jones, and I, right. I that's that's a double whammy. Right. But if somehow they can stay the course and they can maintain defensively and give <clears throat> their offense time to to freak out, because I'm telling you, Atlanta gonna come in here and wreck shop. That's I just believe that they are gonna oh, come yeah. in there. They they gonna be oh, out yeah. the gate with the numbers. But They've if you're been defense, here before, yeah. And they right. and they got a chip on their shoulder. So if if the Eagles right. can f- somehow, some way, find a way to overcome that, I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles won this game. Although I'm going for Atlanta, I said a whole lot to say I'm going yeah. for Atlanta. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you did. You did. But it was it was good. But it was but it was for a good reason. Definitely for right. good reason. <laughs> yeah, because we had you had to get everything out to to why you went that route. Yeah. So it's cool. <laughs> right. Now, um, for me, this is what I'm gonna I'm gonna just give you two words. 
Okay. Double moves. Okay. And that's what the Philadelphia Eagles struggle with. Right. Julio Jones, Muhammad mm-hmm. Sanu, Taylor mm-hmm. Gabriel. Mm-hmm. They're going to smoke. No, not even smoke. They're going to crispify this defense. Crispify. Yes, crispify. Because I don't know if you've seen in the um, late see, late games of the season, the double moves that teams put on Philly are ugly, like yeah. nasty. You know what I'm saying? Jalen Mills over there getting beat. Um, yeah. You know, you got you got just the whole secondary over there getting beat on double moves and you know, Julio Jones and Sanu are are like they're they're a handful to take care of or to try to right. handle. So, right. you know, and then of course you got like I said, you got Devontae Freeman, you know, you got Matty Ice on the offense, you know. So Philly is gonna have, you know, uh uh they're gonna have a long day on defense if, if they don't get it together. So yeah. yeah. That's, and then that's on the other saying. side on the other side for your uh for the Eagles offense, like you were saying about Peyton Manning, you know, mm-hmm. uh, um being over in Denver, just managing mm-hmm. the game, and then mm-hmm. you know the Denver's defense taking over. Mm-hmm. Now, I can I I can kind of see that in Philly, but just for the simple fact that Nick Foles is over there, like he's not Peyton, right? You know what I mean? Like that's I, a whole I got different you on that. type of yeah. quarterback. So right. with with Nick Foles, you know, all you have to do to Nick Foles is just pressure him. You don't even mm-hmm. have to you don't have to get get a quarterback sack. Just mm-hmm. Just uh, just get to him and kind of like disrupt the play to where he throws bad passes because Nick Foles mm-hmm. is known for throwing you know uh, passes that are you know courts that are that aren't right. They're mm-hmm. interceptable all the time. Interceptable, so, <laughs> right? They're interceptable. You know, so <laughs> I think I think if you just give if you just put the pressure on Foles, you know, he's gonna fold. So oh, there, I like there, that. There, I like yeah. that play on words that you did there. So last but not least, and to be honest, I almost <laughs> forgot about him because I, I think this oh, is yeah. just going to be one of those games that it's it's going to be embarrassing. I think it's going to be one of those situations where, like, if you're in high school or, you know, Pop Warner, you'd want to call the game. But uh-huh. Jacksonville Jaguars <clears throat> are going oh, yeah. into Pittsburgh. Now, um, Antonio hey. Brown is supposed to come back. He He's supposed to right, play right. in this game. I think even if they limit him in this game, that this is just a slaughter. I, I think Pittsburgh okay. is going to run all over the Jags. Um, but that, what do you think? Hmm. Okay. Well, are you, is that all you just going to, you just going to say it's going to run over the Jags? That's it. I mean, I thought you had I, more to talk about to, on this I one. don't. I don't because I just oh, don't have, I, you know, the Jags to me are just, they're just not, they're not at Steeler caliber. You know what I mean? Uh, so they don't, uh, they don't have the weapons. Uh, they don't have, they don't even have the playoff experience. They don't, they just don't right. have anything that warrants a long yeah. statistical conversation. You know what? You have, you have a, you have a, uh, you made a perfect, you have, you made a very good point about um, teams that haven't been in the playoffs. You know, Jaguars mm-hmm. have as one of the teams. Tennessee is another team that hasn't been there. You know, um, mm-hmm. uh, the the Rams haven't been there. You know, so there's a lot of teams that were just having their first experience in playoff uh, playoff t- contention. Right. So you know, the, what I am going to say is though is that Jacksonville's defense keeps them in every game that they've played this year. Okay. And their their defense is like one of the top five defenses in the league as far as the secondary is concerned. You got Jalen mm-hmm. Ramsey over there who's playing lockdown. You got, mm-hmm. you know, you got you got Barry Church that's over there that's from our squad. And of course yeah, he, say, every of course. team that 
everything that leaves everything, us plays always. better. Uh, every you know, time, every time uh, y'all pick up somebody yeah. from Dallas, they all of a sudden mm-hmm. become the best thing ever. And I don't know what they right, are. I right. don't know. And that, 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 that goes to show you there's something wrong with our team. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, let me, let me just cut that off. I'm going to go right back <laughs> in. But yeah, um, and another, uh, another addition to the team that they brought in was AJ Bouye. He's on the other mm-hmm. side uh, mm-hmm. of Jake Ramsey. And both sides of the field are locked down straight up, mm-hmm. you know, so, you know, with, with that said, I just think that the Steelers are going to be too much for the Jags in the playoff time, you know, because mm-hmm. in playoff mm-hmm. time, it's, it's a different type of beast, you know, different right. type of game. So right. uh, Big Ben, I think Big Ben's going to come out and have a good game. You know, Le'Veon Bell's going to play that patient, employed, yep. you know, running type of type of style. Antonio mm-hmm. Brown's gonna, Antonio Brown's going to get his, you know, even mm-hmm. though. I, I, I think, think they, they should limit him. I think I think they should. Play him sparingly because sparingly, right? Because they're gonna yeah, need him yeah, next. Yeah. Time. Yeah. They're gonna need him around for sure. But for sure. um, I have I have the Steelers winning this one, and I think this I have the Steelers winning in a close game. And it's gonna be close just mm. for the simple fact that I have um that Jags defense, you know, keeping them in the game and trying to trying to keep it close. Now, if Bortles okay. has that same type of game last week, mm-hmm. they're gonna lose bad. That's so, what, yeah, that's what I yeah. think. So, you know, you have to actually throw the ball downfield against the Steelers. You, you, yeah. you, 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 can't, you can't just yeah, be running can't, the ball. Mm-mm, yeah. mm-mm, you have to throw downfield. Yeah. Unless you you can't Z- play your high school game. You got to play your big boy game. <laughs> yeah, if you ain't got <laughs> yeah. your team, then you yeah. got to pass the ball. You yeah. got to pass the ball. So I'm yeah. going with the Steelers now. Okay, I so we're going we gonna to check in again, of course, next week and see what, how we did with our predictions. Um, right. Tell everybody where they can find you again, Timmy. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at it's Timmy B I T Z T I M M Y B and find me on Facebook under Timothy Barnes Jr. Yeah, I gave my government. It don't matter. I yeah. love my name. <laughs> it's a good it. name. I like yeah, the name. I, I like the name. All right, Timmy. So we'll check in again next week and uh probably talk yeah. some NBA action as well as that time at that time. But yeah. tell the people goodbye, thank you, and all that good. Oh, oh right. wait, don't forget the greeting. Tell them half a day. Oh yeah. Half a day. Is that how I said that? Yeah, it's how you say it. Good oh, job. yeah. And I would like to congratulate your Alabama Road Tide into yeah, winning the national championship. Thank you. They thank you. Overtime. In overtime, it was a great game. It was yeah. a great game. Yeah. 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 Shouts out to Bama. Yeah. And, and shouts out to my fellow co workers that didn't even bother me when they heard a random scream come from my office. That's fantastic. Ooh, all mm-hmm. right. <laughs> And All Kendrick right, Lamar did the halftime show. So shout out to Kendrick, nice, CDE, nice, nice. West Coast. Yeah. yeah. All right, you guys, thank you so much for uh, joining us. It's your girl, J. Ray the Fanatic and... Timmy B. Make sure you check us out on all things social media at J. Ray the Fanatic or check us out online at jraythefanatic.com and we will see you next week.